Welcome to the SQL Podcast, episode 48. My name is Andrew Miok, and I am your host for today, and we are here talking everything about sexuality. Our mantras are keeping a woman better and wetter than you found her, also making men men again, and being the best she's ever had inside and outside the bedroom. If you're tuning in for the first time, thank you very much, and looking forward to getting your perspective and as i said we're always open to you sending us a message on sexualquantumleap.com and what you can do is let us know what you think about the podcast if you want something covered and all that other jazz today i am here with a special man good friend of mine long-term friend who is really really into meditation and he loves it runs meditation courses and also is a health fucking freak looks into that stuff we used to um, we used to give him shit because he put on a bit of a pop belly, but now he's a jacked motherfucker and he's looking sexy. And also we've known him for such a long time. And with saying that he is such a guy who has like such depth of knowledge is really caring, really open and has taught me a lot about vulnerability, has gone through a ton of breakups in his life, gone through a ton of experience with women as well. And I really want him to break things down with you today. He's going to be giving you his story about where it started all off in South Africa because this man really truly is a testament to like you know what sometimes shit happens in life and you got to fucking move forward and you're not going to take like you're not going to take um uh, just like a, a situation that comes up as it is you're going to go that's what happened I'm going to move on and make a better situation of what um comes up so he teaches meditation in, um at the moment he's going to be doing some online courses is that correct at the moment yeah um yeah thank you for having me there um yeah it will be online but mostly um i'll do be doing one-on-one and then the online course will be coming out fairly shortly yeah awesome and then also he's got some bushwalks but with that all being said he's an all-around an amazing human being and i know he has the best interests of people at heart and he's always telling me like open my heart be vulnerable and like really check myself and make sure that i don't wreck myself so with that introduction the ryan the giant the heart ryan hart is here and he's going to be breaking it all down for us so thank you for being here today my man yeah thank you so much for having me uh um yeah, it's it's we've known each other for about six years yeah. now, and um, it actually feels way longer than that. Uh, we've uh, shared so many moments and experiences in life. Uh, yeah, and might I add, this guy's seen me through thick and thin. So as we did with our man Sim, like we all know each other as well. Reinhardt comes from a different perspective, but we're all um, friends in that respect. But we've all walked different um, um, ways in life. As I said, and that's why Reinhardt's going to give definitely a different perspective, and it's good to it's going to be good to hear your perspective, like how you went from being in South Africa and to coming to Australia to like working it all out, and now like having like a really solid social network. And Reinhardt is really great at like bringing people together, having a social network, and having people around him who genuinely care. Because we hear a lot of people that have lots of friends, but they don't have people who actually genuinely care about them. Where Reinhardt's always had like women around him, people and friends and communities that he's always built and created and it's a great philosophy to have and I really look for Reinhardt for that of like fuck you brought all these people again together 
So yeah, well, let's do this. Let's start at the very start, man, before we met, like when you were a little Reinhardt running around the world. And before I say that, yes, that is his full name. It's fucking annoying. Reinhardt, it's not his first and last name, it's his full name, and it's fucking annoying because anytime he'd introduce himself to a woman, they go, is your name really Reinhardt? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, um, yeah, Reinhardt, I've got so many, I've trolled so many people because they, they think I'm saying my full name. And in, so they think I'm saying Ryan and Hart. So Ryan's my first name and Hart's my last name. But actually, my last name is Smith. So that throws everyone for a loop um, every time. So um, yeah, let's go back to the beginning, like in South Africa. Yeah, let's do that. Speak. Ah, uh, speak here. Yeah. Um, yeah, South Africa. So. As a kid growing up, um, it's I was I grew up in the small town called Nigel, and um, yeah, it's it's been quite a journey. So um, it it seems like a different stage of my life. It's like kind of like a dream because you've moved countries, but growing up there, um, especially. During that time, we had uh, apartheid kind of finished, but there was this big separation between um, black people and white people. I grew up in an Afrikaans community, so it was quite conservative. And uh, in our town, I think we had like seven churches. (laughs) Um, But I, I guess what this podcast is all about is uh relationships and sexuality and um and my relationships especially if i think about my mom and dad and uh what we went through as a family um just to go back uh we in when i was uh growing up i we were in near cape town and that's kind of like where where things really started for me um when i was five uh, my sister drowned when she was a baby at one and that kind of like made me really think about life um uh so as a five-year-old um i real i thought you know if your sis- my sister drowns or something or someone gets hurt They'll just go to the hospital and I'll be all fine, right? Um, but then when those events occurred and I remembered my mom, my dad standing there, my dad being wet, trying to save my sister from the pool and my mom being in shock and me looking at them as a five-year-old and going, hey, like, will my sister, you know, it's going to be okay. My sister is just going to go to the hospital and then... It's going to be cool. And that was my first instance with death and really um, trying to figure out what life is about, you know. Um, So that was kind of like a confusing part. And I think my my father was never emotionally um, there for my my mom. So there was quite a big divide between them. from the start and I never really wanted to go on family holidays or a family events because I could always feel the tension that they never really worked through and I feel from those events and 
as a kid growing up, uh, my mom was kind of like, I felt all that guilt. And um, yeah, so <laughs> it's it's been like a, a interesting thing, especially with like relationships um, to because I felt that guilt in my mom and I always wanted to kind of make feel her make her feel better like I wanted to emotionally um, help her out so yeah so that was like my dealings with um, um, like I guess more on a personal level um, growing up in South Africa yeah that that shit's crazy I remember when you first told me that story I didn't believe you I'm like dude that's fucked man and then I know that's really offset a lot of things for the rest of your life and talking about this this is why we've called float like a butterfly we talk like a butterfly being the feminine and Reinhardt's very good at being in the feminine a lot of men like I can't be feminine that's that's bad that's 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 wrong where Reinhardt really embodies a lot of feminine traits but then we're like um fuck like a bee is like a joke like the Muhammad Ali like float like a butterfly fuck like a bee where he's like as much as he's um, like a big um butterfly and he's very much in his feminine which a lot of guys they hold off and they it's a part of their expression he also has that strong masculines where it's like fuck like a bee and get shit thing um, done as well and not be afraid to have those hard conversations as well and like put himself out there so thank you for sharing that story i didn't think you were going to do that today yeah i well that's that's kind of like yeah what goes back you know if i think about south africa and how it all first started for me that's like my first like real memory um of South Africa and of my life and especially if we talk about relationships and just life in general that's like the first thing is like death and then feeling people's trauma and guilt and trying to be the person to alleviate those those feelings and those emotions from people so I got like hypersensitive to to people around me and I would always try and figure out or really have conversations with them and understand like where they come from so I can um, have a deeper understanding because yeah that's just how things happen to for me so after that happened when did you come to Australia so after that it was about uh, I I moved to Australia when I was 16 oh so quite a while later yeah it was quite a while later and when uh, about when I was 10 um, my mum got, uh, gave birth to my sister as well. So, so yeah, so I had a, uh, another sister and yeah, it, it's, it's definitely, you can see my mum, my mum didn't really deal with, um, the first trauma and I just really latched onto my sister, you know, protect that protection. Um, Yes, but the transition to Australia was very interesting. Um, you know, I was like a South African boy, can only speak Afrikaans. Uh, I didn't speak English really well. So <laughs> it was very, like, I guess, like in social situations, um, I got maybe frustrated and annoyed that I couldn't, like, express my emotions. Um, I remember, like, I was, like, in the school schoolyard, like fresh South African and kind of like being 
grumpy that I can't really <laughs> talk and communicate with people. It's so funny now because that's all Ryan Hart does. He's always like, hey, guys, and then just goes on these epic rants about life and love and all this stuff like, hey, we should think about this because he's very much like in our group, the guy who you go to who like, hey, let's talk about it. Let's sit down and have a, like a big DM chat. It's like it feels like in 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 the which is awesome like having someone that you know you can talk to about anything and they're not going to judge you at all and that's the man who you go to if it's reinhardt and it's like i'm i really have taken that in my stride in regards to appreciating that a lot more it's like dude i'm here i'm not going to judge you at all which we teach you with women as well like don't judge a woman for her expression her sexual expression shit like this and you're doing this consistently with all the people around you they go fuck i feel like i can open up and then like about anything like no no, no. I mean, about anything. I'm not going to judge you at all. Yeah, uh, I, I guess it's because we've we've both been through kind of like nearly everything and nothing really surprises us. So, um, and I guess like, I, I think um, having death, you know, in such a big part of my life, I was just like, you know, life is so short, you know, life is so like... Um, there's no like certainty of if I'm going to wake up tomorrow. So that was like such a big part of my life. And I think that's why I leave everything on the table. And I, I want people to do the same because, you know, I don't like small talk and I, I don't want to create not, not have meaningless relationships in my life because there's no point. And I guess that's why I only have like a small group of people and friends and, and have a community of people that really want to like really connect on a deeper level because I don't have time for like the, the nonsense and like, yeah, all those stuff. Awesome. So after 16 being at school, what, what led you on your journey of just, I know we started off with, like wanting to figure out things in life, but what really propelled your journey to learn more like about having deeper insights about life and things that you're doing? Yeah. Um, I think it's curiosity that really drove me. Um, I think more than anyone, um, I just wanted to know what the fuck is like life about, you know, it's like you, you look at around it around yourself you look at adults and you're like what is what is this meaning of life what's this purpose like what do i do so i went on to kind of explore everything um so i was just curious about reading about things and i tried to involve myself in things that i was just curious about um and I remember like gym was kind of like a big part of um, me growing up and just that was a nice connection point. You know, it's a group of guys coming together to work out and do things. And I did that with everything. Um, I'm just trying to like think like really what set me on the path of um where i'm at now and i think it's uh, with with anything it's a collection of things but um i think it's like i had this relationship it was five years and i think after that breaking up with that i was just like i really need to find my my group of people the people that i want to jam with when did you get into a relationship how old were you so it was like 19 was like my first real relationship in Australia. Um, I've had like, you know, the, the odd like girlfriend and crush before then, but 
19 was like my first kind of real um, relationship. And um, her dad died when she was 16. And so that was like the perfect um, drama cycle where I've, I, I have like such a, I guess I wanted to be the rescuer in that situation, the drama cycle. And so, yeah, that was like my first experience with a relationship. And kind of like after that ended, I really wanted to find my own way in life. And uh, that's kind of like what sent me on the trend to kind of meet Andrew. Yeah, and when was that? So I know you had that five-year relationship was pretty epic, like the breakup and things like this and like really hard for you. But when when did you lose your virginity, by the way? I was 19. Um to that yeah. woman, to your first girlfriend. Yeah, yeah, it was that. That was uh, when it all happened, you know. Yeah, if <laughs> um, yeah, only I had like you know a bit of a kerfuffle now and then, a bit of hookup and whatnot. Yeah. But yeah, it was only sixteen or oh, nineteen that it happened for me. Um, what were your biggest learnings from the relationship then? The that five years relationship. Oh. Um, that we're all just kind of humans and trying to figure it out and the, 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 you know, we're all just humans and that we, I think at the end we kind of were very toxic and very like, I, f- I feel like maybe that happens with a lot of people with uh, first relationships because you, you want someone to act in a certain way, but they're their own pe- person and, and so I had this thing of like that person needs to act in this way and um, need to validate me in a certain way instead of just going like, hey, I've got myself, I've got my things, I'm doing my stuff. Um, yeah. You're also still so young. <laughs> you're so young and you're still figuring it out as we all were like, so that was that age, you're 24. Did we roughly meet when you were 24 then? Yeah, I reckon. So yeah. let's take it from there. Like you're 24 years old, you came out of a relationship. You're like, okay, what am I going to do next? You met some cool dudes. You met some cool dudes. Let's not <laughs> say their exact name just to keep it confidential, but you met some cool guys along. Did you meet them at the gym? So it's very interesting because like after that breakup, right? So I was like in bed, I was crying. I'm like, you know, being a real a sad sack. And I'm like, you know what? I don't want to be like this anymore. (laughs) So I quietly said to myself, I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going to meet some people and I'm going to go out that night. (laughs) I'm going to get some girls. (laughs) Well, I didn't even really think about that, but it just all happened. I went to the gym. I spoke to a person, a manager there, and he's just like, I know these two dudes and uh they're really into fitness but they're also really into like picking up women yeah (laughs) so um i met them that night and just became really good friends with them both yeah let's just say that let's just say their names s and k just for this (laughs) for for the podcast so s and k best buddies and oh mate they they were a tag team i i originally saw those guys online I'm like who the fuck are these guys like they're putting up fitness videos were you were you doing yeah. that stuff with them were you filming with them no i wasn't filming at that stage but like i saw all those videos afterwards yeah yeah they're putting up videos of picking up girls and like uh, like these guys were nuts this was before anything really was like out there about meeting women and stuff like that like p- 
properly. Like some stuff was out there from some massive companies, but these guys were really making it happen. I was like, shit, like these guys like are in Melbourne and like they're fit. They're like roughly the same age. Like they're charismatic. They don't give a fuck. They're like really good at what they do. Yeah, that's when I saw them as well. And then we all, that's when I saw them online. And then you, you, you were hanging out with them before I even knew them. Yeah, that's it. So I think it was like maybe a year or a couple of months afterwards that I met Andrew through them. But SNK, uh, shit. Did you meet um, them through me? I thought you met them through... No, no, I met met them at the gym, but just... Uh, Properly. Just how I met you. Oh, hey, met me, yeah. yeah. Uh, those guys, uh, they would go out about three or four nights uh, a week. Yeah. And they wouldn't drink a drop of alcohol um, so they can, uh, you know, drive the girl home <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah. and, and close the deal, so to speak. So they were crazy. And I remember Kay would uh, pack his uh, meals and uh, have like his protein shakes before <laughs> going to, to the club um, to potentially pick up uh, a girl. So those were like wild times, but it really they've really pushed me to kind of break um my social i guess barriers <laughs> because it was just pushing and they would like just point at a girl and say hey go talk to her and say like what are you doing next valentine's day for example yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i didn't know that one <laughs> so they would like literally we would literally sit in the club and just like think of like things to say to girls but then we would dare someone else just to go up and say that but s was sit- such a beast man fuck i miss those days dude fuck oh uh, uh, he would he would just like he's just like told me once he's just like just make up a story like it doesn't matter what you say just like talk about like how you met a dog and pat it and then just like i'm like what was that dude. to like get over like a bit of anxiety of like th- a social anxiety or pressure yeah, yeah that's it it's just like just make things up instead of like having uh like what should i say it's just like yeah. let's have fun with it and just make up a, 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 sh- a stupid or silly story or something like yeah might i add guys this is very early on in our journey a lot has progressed since then but it's like this is like the infancy stages and like you're getting to know where like where it all began because a lot of guys asking like where did it all begin andrew where'd you learn this stuff but then you were doing that stuff with s and k and they're really cool dudes they're pushing your your comfort zone you're saying tremendously yeah did we push it (laughs) (laughs) fuck um then after all that happened, when did we actually meet? We actually met because I met SNK. I, I saw them online. I go, dude, we have to hook up. And they go, yeah, sweet. And then I'm like, let's have a dinner. And then we all had a dinner like S- SK and Reinhardt. It was, and then who else was there? Lusty Burger with Cheese? Could have been. Yeah. So another one of our buddies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. You just met them um online and i think andrew's just like yeah i'm gonna meet up with this 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 guy and he's like really really crazy <laughs> and um it, it just really intrigues me so yeah then i met you guys um at that dinner and it just kind of we're just like oh this is really cool like yeah. like we're all like-minded let's bring some more boys to the table yeah 
And we've already um, given the breakdown of like all the crazy. I'm like, the other day we go Giant Heart, which is Ryan Hart, <laughs> the man, the beast, the legend. Like, this guy, I can't believe. Like, you, you'd say you'd go to backpackers as well back in the day. You'd go to backpackers, you'd be like, hang there, and you just meet girls. Like, this guy, like, he goes through a breakup, and the cycle was like, it was fucking crazy. He'd go through a breakup, he'd wallow for a little bit, as we all do, but it wouldn't be that long. He's like, fuck it, I'm not going to sit in my wallow. You'd be out there. And please correct me if I'm embellishing any of the story. You'd go to the fucking backpackers, hang out there, and just fuck some backpackers and just have great experiences, and then go to all these insane parties. And you're like, oh, I went to this party, I did this, I went to this festival, I'm doing all these things. So the wallowing, as we all do, was like very minimal, but it's understandable to like really reflect on the relationships, like because the breakups or situations have gone wrong or not wrong. I don't like to say it. Sorry, that have maybe like this didn't work out for whatever reason then you're like no that's it i'm gonna make shit happen i'm just gonna i'm not gonna sit in this and i'm gonna make that's what i really admired about you like i'm going to salsa creating my own events i'm going to the backpackers i'm gonna do other things i'm gonna go meet women out there and you're like I'm like dude this guy just like you always had women around you i'm like dude how'd you meet this girl you're like salsa met on the bushwalk i ran an event i had this um situation here but it was so much more than that the depth of connection that you had with these women was insane and i've always like seen that yeah, I, I I guess it's because I had this genuine interest in in people and like what what where they're coming from, what they do with their life. So um, even like uh, remembering with S and K, they're just like, dude, you're so smooth with like all the ladies, and I'm like, ah, oh, cool. Like, but <laughs> um, and I think it's just I found people really interesting and um i always have and um so yeah i I kind of really build up a rapport like really quickly because i go like where you come from what do you do with your life um you know and that's and i i compliment or i understand like what they're going through so yeah um the social events um especially like the backpackers yeah going through a breakup and kind of um understanding hey, this is um, not a permanent thing. And I guess like that life is too short kind of mentality to like really sit with it all. And But you first need to heal it and like feel it and like really go, okay, this is the lessons that I've learned from it. And then go, okay, thank you so much for being in my life. But now let's go and explore life again, you know? What about this, man? I like that heal it and feel it. What about if you feel it, then you heal it? You can go deep into the feeling, then you heal it and post going, fuck it, new one, gotta go fuck another girl. It's like, no, let's go feel what actually happened from this last relationship, really sit in this and then allow those emotions, because I know you're very much into feeling your emotions that come up and then it's going to heal where most people are like, nope, that's coming up, fuck that. <laughs> that's the thing, it's it's gonna come back to you yeah. um, because I don't know, by design, we just need to learn these lessons um so if we push anything any pain aside no matter what it is breakup trauma anything if we push anything aside it's just going to come back bigger and stronger and it's going to fuck you in the ass so yeah and i I know that as well man like you've seen you've seen my journey of being with women that i probably shouldn't be with and sometimes i wouldn't actually get over a woman but then i'd go into drug-induced fuck comas as i like to call it and then i so i could forget about the the pain that i was feeling and the suffering and i do it through sex through alcohol through drugs more through through drugs and through sex and then you're like why the fuck you're like sometimes you look at me like why the fuck are you still with this woman and i'm like shut up Reinhardt, you don't know and i'm like, i'm nearly close to tears he's like dude 
what are you doing, man? I'm like, and the thing that I love with Seminole and Reinhardt, and if you don't, a lot of guys are asking, I want to tap into this again. Where do I get good friends? It's like, be willing to have hard conversations and you put yourself fully out there. Like, um, they go, Reinhardt and I agree on a lot of things, but we disagree on a lot of things as well. We're not always like, this is how it is, that how it is. It's like, we're willing to say what we think to each other so that we can help each other grow. That's a big fucking difference. Where a lot of friends like, I just want to keep them in my life maybe for a social status or for this. It's like, dude, I don't give a fuck how much money Reinhardt makes. I don't give a fuck who he knows or what he knows. Does he have a good heart? And does he have good? Um, does he have integrity? Does he have a good heart? Does he mean well? And is he a brother to me? Like I'm traveling around the world now. Reinhardt's doing his thing in Australia. Like he doesn't want to go around the world teaching dudes how to fuck. He, he wants to do his meditation and other things as well. And not to mention he's an amazing coder and all this shit on the internet. But it's like I'm doing my life and he's doing his life. That's a huge, huge difference. Yeah, um, how I like to say, like, to to have good friends is to be a good friend, and mm. how to be a good friend is to 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 be there for other people, and I guess that's that's what I've been. <laughs> re- I'm really good at that, <laughs> and that's fucked me at times as well because I'm yeah. so involved in someone else's life and I care about their life so much that I forget about doing my stuff but um that's more on a personal level but yeah to to have a good friends you really need to be honest and open and go like what the fuck are you doing you know because you know your your friends are are, they care about you they Mm. genuinely care about you if they go like what the hell are you doing there mate yeah And let's go back to, so it was like SNK, we all met before you like, because we go on massive tangents. So we all met, then all of a sudden it was fucking insanity. And Sim and I pretty much broke down this story the other day. Like we were, we were just like, and feeling anything. We we're basically saying about Deacon, you already know that story. Go listen to the interview we've seen where we broke down Deacon, where SNK we were like, and then we got angry, angry, angry Joe. He was all part of this. So he was, that, that was his house in St. Kilda. We talked all about that. We said, you're a beast going, getting girls. And it was just, it was just debauchery. And then like, walking down the street sex girls like constant like insanity like it was just like that time in our life was like i told the story how like angry joe was running down the house with the condom swinging and then all of a sudden the sex just like started to flow everyone's like what the fuck is going on but all that stuff it's like the sex the women reinhardt's i come to phoenix seeing what it's all about all this shit and like the episode that i just did with sim it's like it's like we're talking about that's all cool, like the strippers, the sex, the women, the like even for myself personally, like the drugs and all these like ex- these experiences, like it's amazing. But at the same time, it's like it's not the depth of fulfilling fulfillment. And we're talking about it was happy, like it was happy moments, but it wasn't, it, and it made us happier. But it didn't. Sorry, it made us happier, but it didn't make us happy. What really fucking made us happy was like the and the tr- truly fulfilled was the like emotions of the feelings of the people around us and the connections and things like that. That was the big thing that was different. But let's tap into that, man. If you want to give a little bit of your story about like the insanity, because a lot of guys like say. Like, we can't say don't do that because that's hypocritical because I always say go experience what you want to do from your heart and then if guys want to go do that, it's awesome. But what was your take on the whole fucking insane like stripping and the sex and stuff like that? Because you were there, man, right by our side. That's <laughs> where to begin. <laughs> yeah, go for it. But I just want to give you a bit of context. Like, it's similar to what we're saying, but I want Reinhardt's take on this from the... the it was a fucking moment in time like, what the fuck was that? It was um, 
Yeah, it's a moment in time, that's for sure. It's like a buffet dinner. <laughs> and um, and I, I feel like it's that kind of the, the egotistical, um, high testosterone-fueled kind of thing where you just want to get some tail and <laughs> <laughs> have as many of them as possible so you can go like hey bro this this happened and like you know so you score like brownie points with your bros and and all that stuff but in the end yeah um what really brought it all together is um that we did all these like um what we what do we call it like initiation that we did oh, we did initiation we had like a group of like eight of us and there's like initiation processes to be part of like this. It's like a fucking little little <laughs> cult. little cult that we're, we're building. But it's just like buddies hanging out where it's like you have to be part of this initiation process. You have to go through this cold showers, things like this. But it was fun for what it was. But we're young kids, and I like what you said. Like testosterone fueled of like let's just fuck and do some crazy shit. Like like man, the swapping of the women. The fuck, oh dude, fuck. It was just it was never ending. It was, it was, it was, it was that point in time. It was just never ending. I was like, what, when is this going to stop? Yeah. And I, I think, um, we all maybe came to that space where it's just like, what, what, what is the point of all of this? <laughs> it's just like, yeah, it's like instant gratification or like you get this like highs, but then those highs don't last. Yeah. That's what and I'm saying. I, the happier thing. It's like makes you hap- happier. Like everyone's like, um, oh, no, be, build, generate your own happiness, but definitely makes you happy doing those things, but only temporarily. Yeah. Because it like <laughs> stimulates you like on a emotional level. And then like you get like that sexual gratification and all that stuff. is just like, oh, this is great. You know, but deep down, it's just like it, it there wasn't like, I had like a great relationship with a woman. I had a great, um, there was no like deeper fulfillment. And um, I think there there came a point where I kind of like shut down everything and I like didn't talk to women anymore. And I just like let all my ties go. And I was just like, okay, I'm just going to gym and read and run and do my things. Mm. And that's kind of like where I started to go like, hey, what, what is the point of all of this? Because um, I've hurt like a couple of people by doing this like crazy egotistical let's fuck everything thing. And then I'm like, hey, let's let's get to, to reality. Like what is the things that matters? And, you know, having great friends that I got out of it has been one of the most beautiful things and the thing that i'm the most grateful for so yeah it was hectic times but i'm really grateful to have these friends in my life Mm. now um so that's that's the biggest thing that i got out of it if i can if i if i think about like what did i get like yeah the lessons of too much of one thing is just not that great and then two you know having good bros has been a blessing yeah, and we talked about this briefly the other day, but even just before I touch on to what I'm about to say, it was another thing that came. It was like, you were at festivals like with girls and we were having orgies. It was like cuddle puddles with like 20 like, women at a time sometimes. We're naked in mud pits. We're like in saunas, like hitting on chicks. Like this fucking shit was just like insane. Like some of the like some of the stuff that we're like seeing and witnessing and people like, do you know it's like people are like, oh, you should watch out for these guys. These guys are crazy or just like, 
we were like looking back on now it's like we were those guys where it's just like oh let's fucking set the the scene and the mood for like certain parties let's set the scene for like festivals that we would go to and like cause fucking chaos in in a really fucking beautiful way of like yeah you know, it's like sexuality expression we're just like this is what is going on and we're gonna make this thing happen and it was just like in insanity like we really we really try to push the um, um we try to push the bar every time and then we go what is the point of this and we're just like saying the other day as well we seem like what's the next thing not more women more more sex they go what is what is the meaning behind all this and what is it really fucking like who actually really like it's good don't get me wrong like i'll probably have a really 100 percent. i'm gonna have some more insane sexual experiences i've got a few parties coming up soon but it doesn't define me. It's, it's a place that's coming from now where before I'm like, look, I did this. It's like, oh, I don't care now. I'm like, I'm actually really going for me, mm. which it's always been. It's been a lot like that, but don't get me wrong. There's been fucking a lot of times as well where it's like, hey, Reinhardt, I did this. You're like, dude, I don't care. I'm like, no, but man, give me a bit of fucking validation. It's like coming from there as well. So I'm like, fuck. I'm like, I have to admit that now and then, just, then put it online. I'm like, yes, I did do sex for validation and to suppress my emotions and that's sometimes part of it and that's what we that's why all these experiences that i've had and all my good friends and all the people i bring onto the podcast we try to share with you about having deeper meaning and having deeper connections with people and the right the place that it's coming from if you want to go out there and explore lots of sexuality and do all these gangbangs orgies and fucking all this crazy shit do it but it's a place you're coming from that is going to be the big difference because i think you know what i i'm even saying this for the first time one of i think maybe that might put on a break for a lot of us when our good friend died and we talked about that the other day man i think that was like a sign from maybe up there going dudes you need to slow down with this fucking insane fucking hedonistic lifestyle and have look at deeper meaning and stuff that's what i think it was for me and yeah, anyway for, yeah for a lot of us it was that that reality check because um you know he was there with us you know you're throwing out these bodies and doing these things with us and um yeah it was just a reality check and it kind of brought back all my trauma from the childhood um so i was just like at that stage we were going to ashram with um, um one of our friends and um yeah, I started, that's where I kind of started my whole like spirituality journey and why I started going into meditation because I understand there's like a deeper aspect of life now and I, I find way more fulfillment being in, in nature and, and walking with people and really having a real conversations than, um, you know, pushing up my emotions aside and then just instantly gratify by putting my ding dong and some something yeah but the thing is you have to go through that process as well you didn't realize but we were going so hard and it's just like something's got to snap but we didn't realize at the time and i reckon it was a culmination of that happening our friend passing away that really gave us a reality check it's like when are you going to grow up and be men not little boys chasing just fucking pussy for pussy's sake it's like whoa okay well it's not wrong to do that not at all we're not saying that go out there and do that but it was like, for us, that was like our reality, like women, sex parties, women, sex parties. And yeah, we're looking into some depth in life and stuff like that. I know Reinhardt was doing his thing as well. But what was our main our main focus was just like, how can we just have as much pleasure and hedonistic pursuits and not seek as much meaning as we really could? We're like, what's the point? Because it was like jumping from one pussy to the next or like being with a woman and just exploring and like fuck and then we go let's really take some time to go deeply deep deep inside which 
which I believe was the catalyst for like the the epiphanies of that I've had, and then the conversations that we've had as well over the years. It's not just like so like everyone's like, oh well, it's just it's easy for you. It's like no, over years, mm. massive bushwalks, massive like introspection, like really in- intense times together, but really beautiful times. But at the same time, it's like some hard conversations that had to be had. And we're like, fuck. Yeah, it it definitely like um, opened the the cavern because I feel like we we all had like some some deep down suppressed emotions and um, trauma that we didn't deal with, <laughs> and you know, and I and I guess that's why we went so hard. It's just like oh, we we don't really want to look in our closet. We don't want to look at the skeletons that's in there, and this all forced us to really look at that stuff and. Um, yeah a a culmination of like just walking bushwalks having deep conversations we've we've all kind of healed in a deeper way and now have uh, deeper connections because the more you've healed yourself and you've looked after yourself the more you can um connect and understand other people yeah and if you really want to have great sex in the respect I remember the sex was great. Like, don't get me wrong. Some of these like parties were insane, but it was like a peak experience of like, but what's truly the best, man? And we want to tap onto this. Like you've had all that. We came through the other side and now you're teaching meditation and um, other things as well with the bushwalks. And when you're on the bushwalks, you're allowing people to have a space to open up and you're going through exercise with them so they can actually get a deeper understanding about their body. Because a lot of people just live very cerebrally in their mind the whole time. But for me, it was like, shit when you find someone you really really connect with and you have great sex it just deepens and gets better and better over time and you're like this is really cool i actually like this person i really into who they are as a person it's like you always say this um at sql as well in the retreats and all the stuff we do it's your best friend who you fuck it's like formulate a best friend i really love what you said about before you go yo it's about like i was genuinely curious in people it's like how can like I'm like that's just crazy it's like it's it's so fucking simple but it's like so crazy most people do it and it's like you got two ears and one mouth and it's like and being i'm genuinely curious in that person allows them to open up because a lot of guys will say well girls don't open up to me and they don't share things with me they share fucking everything with ryan hart they fall in love pretty much like as soon as they meet him because he's being present he's really giving him the space to open up and then when they do that of course the sex is going to be so much fucking better and he doesn't have to put these chicks in 400 positions of acrobatics it could just be something slow and sensuous and gentle and, and then he would just like like float like a butterfly and then if he needs to put on fucking like a bee he could do it like that because i've seen him fuck don't even ask that question it's like there was a time i'm sitting like lying looking at the stars and i'm seeing the fucking the ryan hart going going for gold i'm like jesus christ i feel sorry for that woman but i also feel very happy for her at the same time <laughs> because the next man she fucks it's not going to be the same oh yeah um <laughs> i was grabbing her titties while you're fucking her. that was funny yeah that's that was another another day um, <laughs> another day in the office but yeah um yeah i th- i think with like relationships and you want someone else to be open and be deep with you you need to do that you need to be open and vulnerable yourself first for them to feel safe and comfortable to do the same um yeah <laughs> which part <laughs> just the, just the whole thing it's it's funny reflecting on this isn't it going back to all this stuff man uh it's it's very funny um because it's it seems like a different person like we we've all like it seems like a completely different person in a different world uh 
and until now where you're just like you know what these i I guess that's the transition from boyhood to manhood maybe it's like Mm. okay what what am i here to do because i want to provide you know as a man i feel like you want to provide like have a good career and you have uh have a kind of like a rock for a woman to grow on i see um the masculine feminine is like you know you've got um the earth the if you look at the planet you've got earth as the the masculine and the woman is the the water flowing on the earth and you're just creating that base um so yeah i think it's just as a man just standing your ground and doing your thing instead Mm. of trying to be anything other than yourself and that's such a deep concept as well like being yourself and you go what the fuck does it mean and you go into this thing but it's like you do you and you really do what's true to your heart and you do what that and follow your purpose and what what rings true to you and then for for me it's been so true i'm so different to reinhardt and but the thing is so different to sim but what i really realized and everyone else we bring on it's like i do me and you do you that's as simple as that. Like, what does that mean? So, when you go to bed at night, what do you think about? What do you dream about? What do you, um, what's the first thing you wake up to in the morning? What's that first thought? And start following that. It's like a D Martini thing, it's like following your telos, which is your highest, like, calling. Like, for me, it's like teaching, um, and teaching and traveling and like educating. So, that's what I, I love doing. So, educating and teaching is similar. So, it's like teaching and like researching. So, I love doing those things. And then, obviously, sexuality is a high value of mine. And like, that's it. I follow those. I follow my bliss. And that's what people say, follow your bliss. And life shouldn't be hard. A lot of people are like, oh, fuck, it has to be so hard. It's like, no. It's like, when you well, when you find that thing, it will flow. Like, money will flow. Women will flow. Opportunities will flow. And we realize this. Do you realize this now? Like, the more that we've turned off from all this stuff, like, women flow a lot more easily. And they're throwing themselves at us. And a lot more opportunities are coming to us as well. Definitely. Because um, you're... you're- being that rocked and you know it gives people that safety that that understand of like this is not just a boy he knows what he wants in life and he's out he's working towards that so there's i feel like a such a safety for for women in that you know um yeah how do how do you how do you really get women to open up and trust you because i know you said like be genuine and curious with them but what else do you really do uh yeah i think um is to really be like i i guess that's what you teach a lot is like be present with someone but then the 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 biggest thing for me is to really be vulnerable and say like this is how i feel about a situation um and to gain clarity because um i think how i say something so if i say um love or if i say um this is what i think a relationship is is so is to understand like that person is thinking that and they believe a relation works in a certain way and i believe a relationship works in this way and then we come together and form a new paradigm or a new like okay this is what we believe a relationship is together and whatever that is and i feel like that creates a a very strong connection and i always say this with um, a relationship if i have one now is um 
you know, I'm not yours and you're not mine, but we're here together and that's something awesome um, because in any time and any moment you can, you can go away, you can die, but you can also find someone else. You can, this, this life is always changing, but in this moment we're together and connected mm. and that's special. I like what you said about the presence. Yeah, definitely on everything. Like guys don't get like, I teach about the squirting, the multiple orgasms, like how to be dominant in the bedroom. That's all cool. Like that's that's the easy part, but the hard, and like how to use toys, yada, yada. But the hard part is it's like really like being present. So we're like, the guys come on the retreats and they go, they they, they get all excited because I'm like, I want to get all these toys and I want to use all this shit. I want to do all these things because I get it. Like we've been there, we've done that, we've like done that for years and it's fun and it's like exciting and it was good when it was that. But that was like, it felt like a very like a time in our lives where we needed to explore and do that. And we're not taking away. Don't they think we're saying you don't go out and explore. Go out and explore and then we'll, you'll see or you'll go, you'll come full circle or you might say, it's like a level of like being out there and doing all this degenerate, debaucherous stuff and living this really purely hedonistic life. Then on the end, um, um, when you do all that stuff, like the sex toys and stuff like that, I remember multiple times, like Reinhardt, I got a hotel with a girl. Do you want to come down and um, and do some stuff? And he goes, no, I don't really care. Like there's a girl there. We can explore together. I'm like, Reinhardt, bring some girls. Like it was like getting some to some point at the tail end of like, no, nah, I don't want to come and do that stuff anymore. I remember like, no, nah, dude, I'd rather stay home and um, read a book. I'd rather like have some deeper conversations. Like, oh, fuck, cool, man. So <laughs> I'm like, well, Mike, what's wrong with you? But it's like he was moving on and I was like still stuck in this phase. But the big thing was presence. It's like, what the fuck does that mean? We teach on the retreats. Like presence is everything. And guys, like they don't get it till we actually put them through a fuck ton of exercise as well. Like it's funny. They come on the retreats, man. They go, oh, well, what is this presence shit? Then I actually go, it's getting into your body and how to really get in your body. And as you said, be that rock. And then when they are the rock for the woman, they go, oh, fuck, it makes sense now. And then they can actually understand. They go, the sex will get better. The more present you are, the more connected you are to the woman. It's going to get deeper and deeper and deeper. Your connection is going to form a lot more. It's like being a guy who's genuinely fucking interested in the person. I always love this saying. It's like, if you want to be interested, if you want to, um, if you want a woman to be interested in you, be interested in them. It's as simple as that where you're like, oh, well, that's all you have to do. Like, yeah, be interested and be genuinely like care. And then she's going to open up and be like, fuck i don't usually tell people things like this i don't usually connect with people like this it's like because most guys just go what's in it for me and how can i come quickly and move on to the next hoe yeah it's the focus is always on um the the guy instead of like the, the woman so we're like inside of our head and i think that's like where people struggle the most is like we're thinking about ourselves and how is that person looking at us and so we're not even focusing on that person we're just so trapped in our head just like what what should i say what's this and what do i mean by that instead of just going like being present and listening to having your complete focus on that person Mm. and i feel like um i've trained my whole life for that (laughs) to be my intention focused on someone else so for me, it was actually going conversely, going back into myself was just like, oh, thinking about me was the harder part. <laughs> yeah. What happens if you're not present with a woman? What happens in most situations? They they just completely lose interest um, because they they see it's just for you. They like... Um, you, <laughs> I remember someone said, you love me like ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean <laughs> and um yeah what i mean is just like <laughs> it, 
I, I, I eat the ice cream and it's like tastes nice and I do it for me. You know, it's not, it's not because, um, I care about that person necessarily. I, I'm in it because it's making me feel good. You know, um, the same thing is like, um, fish love have you ever heard that term no, what's if, that fish love is like um there was a boy eating fish and the uh, dad's just like oh why are you eating fish he's just like i love fish and it's just like oh, if you love fish so much why do you kill it and eat it you Gosh. know and it's just like the vegan coming out to play x x vegan <laughs> x vegan it's just like all right i love it so much that i'm gonna kill it and eat it so it's all benefiting me and not that the other person or the, the animal yeah but you've also got to get your needs met as well, correct? Yes, correct. Um, that's what you actually first need to do that um, because then you're coming from an empty cup, right? Mm. So you need to fill your own needs and wants and desires first, not through someone or some means, but through yourself. So if you can be by yourself and create that, that's going to be very powerful because then you're going to be like overflowing. You're going to be like a fountain and you're going to be able to give energy. But then if you're not looking after yourself, then you're coming from an empty cup and you're looking for everyone else to fill you. Fill you. And I guess that's where we were as younger um, boys as we wanted to get women to fill our, our needs instead of for us doing us and for coming from a fulfilled place. Yeah, definitely. And it just comes with time and it comes with wisdom and the wisdom, the, the knowledge, like the knowledge that we ensued, like throughout, I said knowledge, um, wisdom is the knowledge of just, uh, sorry, the, the wisdom comes from all this, like the doing and then like we're doing, the, the, the wisdom comes from all the doing and we did all that stuff and we go, actually, maybe I learned a few things back in the day of being a degenerate, like, and then like seeing all some fucking wacky shit and you go, holy stuff. Like I wouldn't trade it for the world. It was an amazing, amazing time because it like grounded me a lot of like going, what's important, what's not. Because I know a lot of guys still go out there. They feel like they settle down with the first woman who falls down on their cock and they go, this is good enough, which is fucked. And then they go, <laughs> um, this girl like sucks my dick a little bit and now I'm just going to stay with her. I'm like, there's so much more to it than that. Where it's like, it's good to have that plethora of the sexual experiences. And then after this, what I believe, and then after I have the sexual, the plethora of sexual experiences, then you're like, you're choosing to settle down or be with, a, I don't even like the word settle down. You're choosing to be with a woman because you actually like connect with her opposed to I'm doing this from a place of scarcity. Yeah. That, that is very real and I feel like that's where probably a lot of relationships get like um, destroyed because it's just like, oh, I, life is so scarce and I need you to be some things to fill my cup rather than I'm like, I'm doing my things, I'm fulfilled and hey, I'm, um, I've had all these experiences now, I can go like, hey, choose to be with someone, you know, you, it's like you don't own them, they don't own you, you come together as one to to be in a relationship um to support each other in, in life's journey 100 mm, percent, man i love it love it love it well before we wrap up today is there any other final words that you want to give to the people out there just in regards to life love and relationships even though we could talk about this for such a long time yeah i i guess like the the only thing i can think of is just like we're all humans in the end uh so be be kind to yourself and others um because yeah it's a roller coaster but don't take things um personally um 
it's a big one um but yeah we're all just human and when you look closer you can you can see hey that person's just going through some stuff and yeah that's it 100 percent, i couldn't agree more and, and sometimes the simple pieces of advice that we get in life are the most profound in the respect of that because sometimes we're not treating ourselves kind and like be kind to ourselves. wake up and i remember when i went to india it's like Look after yourself, self-love in the morning. Look after yourself, be grateful, do these exercises, do the meditation. But it's fucking crazy talking about meditation. Like how many people can't you say be with yourself, can't be with themselves for more than 10 minutes because of like the social media epidemic of just like looking at your phone every like 10 to 15 minutes when it's like, what the fuck have we got ourselves into? This is only the this is only the start of such an epidemic. And there's like, there's, you know, has like Alcoholics Anonymous and there's like, um it's like basically if you're taking what's the drug one like i forgot what it is um that's uh jeez i forgot yeah like basically if you uh, i forgot what it is but, but basically dr- um if you're taking dr- drugs anonymous we'll say alcoholics anonymous and also there's stuff now from um social media so it's like you're basically going there because you're addicted to social media it's fucking crazy doesn't surprise me yeah and it's like people can't sit with themselves for 10 minutes don't have a good understanding and then they're constantly living the fear like the social media construct will cause such fear in our minds and we can't sit by ourselves we can't connect more to ourselves and then we can't connect more to another human being in front of us and not to mention the vr the virtual reality porn that's coming out soon which will be basically like why the fuck would guys leave the house when you have a headset that you can actually see women on the on the on the virtual reality and it actually it actually feels so real why the fuck would you leave the house when you can have three blondes sucking your nuts then it feels fucking real and you can have a flashlight on your on your cock like it doesn't make sense and then it's like and like some guys like you know what i'm not going to go out there and put myself under social pressure but then they're missing the fundamental thing can a flashlight give you connection maybe (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's that's the the biggest thing that kind of like why i do what i do i want people to connect um my hikes are called disconnect to reconnect i want people to come together because it's such a fundamental aspect of being human is that we lived in the tribe and now with social media i feel like that has made this tribe really big and inflated and and now it's like oh i want to be gratified or i want to be liked by the the greater community but it's really having a small group of people that you really care about and care about you that you need to care about their opinion there's only two people that i really care about and it's you and sims the rest that i don't really care about you know Mm. (laughs) it's it's so true it's just like here's here's what's going on and they're like you keep your friends close like so fucking close just not even gonna go into the one keep your friends close your enemies close keep your friends so close and really check in with them like i remember like coming back from thailand and just rocking up to the house i'm like hey what's going on and like oh my god what the fuck's up and like it's so good to have like those really true friends who you can care connect with and care and they care for you and you care for them and just like i got your back no no matter what it is and i've always said to see man like reinhardt just from the perspective of like yo if you see that i'm in a position where you don't think it's like healthy for me like lock me to a tree in the middle of the woods until my emotions subside and then i can get level-headed again it's kind of an inside running joke that we have so yeah well on that note my man thank you unless there's any final words you want to add it's been a pleasure (laughs) dude thank you so much for being here and 
If you are listening for the first time, thank you for tuning in. And also, if you're um, a really, if you've been listening for quite a while, thank you so much for tuning in to um, Reinhardt and myself today. And if you want more um, details about the work that he does, what is the best place to get in contact with you for that? So currently, uh, um, you can get in contact with me on Facebook. Um, I'll be creating a website soon and all that stuff. So yeah, I'll give some details that for you to put on the website. Yeah, sure. If not, just contact me. If you like what you heard from Ryan Hart, you contact me, and then I can get you in contact with Ryan Hart. It's as simple as that. But thank you for tuning in. And if you enjoyed today's episode, what you can do is share it with a um, friend, a family member, or a loved one, or listen to it in the bath when you jerk off. Whatever makes you happy. Appreciate your time today, and thank you again. And we will be around for the next episode. Stay, stay tuned. And if you have any questions, I would love, or any comments about anything, we would love to hear your feedback. And you can get in. Contact with us at sexualquantumleap.com. We've had the online products and the website, all that stuff and retreats all around the world. So yeah, thank you again for listening and appreciate your time and much love from myself, um, Reinhardt, the Ryan Reinhardt. That was kind of gay, but let's fucking move on. All right, have a good day and I'll speak to you soon.